You are listening to a recording from the 2021 Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair. We would like to take a moment to thank the residency programs who have taken the time to present at our fair this year. This year's Pumanar Scholars Virtual Residency Fair is supported by Pumanar Recap, the best resource for your physiatry clinical preparation, audition rotations, board preparation, and beyond. Pumanar Recap offers 35 hours of review videos, hundreds of review questions, and even oral board cases. Head to pmnrrecap.com to learn more. Can you, oh, go ahead. Can you hear us? Yes, yes now, now, okay, now we can. Sorry about that. We finally got it up. All right. This is, I don't know, it's a little blunt, but whatever. So we're from University of Pennsylvania. So our program has 24 residents. Um, we have six in each of the PGY two, three, four classes. And then six in the PGY-1 as well, but two of those are advanced and then four are categorical here at our institution. Um, and then we'll go into our rotation site. So we have our main rehab hospital, also known as PERM. It's a standalone rehab hospital. It's a 58 bed unit and 18 of those beds are on a locked TBI unit. Um, and the rest are gonna be kind of general rehab and spinal cord injury beds. Um, um, and then we, at the same location, we also have many outpatient clinics, including TBI, amputee, sports and spine, and general rehab. And this is right in Center City, Philadelphia. And then we'll kind of go through our, all of our rotation sites uh, since we rotate at many throughout the city. So we rotate through the VA Medical Center. Um, and this we do as a PGY-1 on general surgery. We do inpatient rehab there as a PGY-2, and then outpatient time. Uh, with EMG, Botox, TBI, and polytrauma as PGY threes and fours. Uh, we also rotate through Pennsylvania Hospital, which is fun fact, it's the nation's oldest hospital. There we do, um, as an intern, we do internal medicine and ICU if you're a categorical. Um, and then as PGY two through four, we do consults there and then uh, general outpatient clinics as well. And then we also are partners with CHOP, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. So we rotate um, through some inpatient, but mostly now with a consult service and outpatient, it's kind of in the works of being changed fully. Uh, but outpatient there is great. We get a lot of CP kids, Botox, spasticity, and it's a very like multidisciplinary approach. And it's uh, really nice to see the, the kind of the large children's hospital and how they approach rehab. Uh, and then we rotate through Penn Presbyterian uh, Medical Center, which is our level one trauma center in the city. We do kind of like family medicine, internal medicine, and neurology as a PGY-1. We have a consult service there as a PGY-3, which there is we see a lot of our traumatic spinal cord injuries and our traumatic brain injuries and a lot of amputees, as well as just kind of general polytrauma. Um, so it's a really good experience over there. And then our big hospital, which is the hospital of the University of Pennsylvania, this is our major tertiary care center. Uh, it's a huge referral center for the mid-Atlantic region um, and really throughout kind of the East Coast and a lot of actually like international people come over. Um, it's, a, it's a huge center. Here we do neurosurgery as, a, as an intern and then we do consults there as a PGY-3. And here we see mostly our medically complex, a lot of cancer patients, um, a lot of non-traumatic spinal cord injury and non-traumatic brain injury, as well as a lot of um, transplant patients. And then we also rotate as a PGY-3 uh, and a PGY-4 up in Allentown, Pennsylvania, which is about an hour and a half or so north of Philadelphia um, at our Good Shepherd Pen Partners. 
Um, and here we see our, and as a PGY3 on inpatient, we see our high um, spinal cord, our high level spinal cord injury patients, including some ventilated patients. Um, and then as an outpatient, we're at the PGY4, it's a lot of EMG, Botox, and pumps, peripheral joints. Um, so it's a good experience as well. And then our, just our other outpatient sites, we have plenty throughout the city, including the Perlman Center, uh, which is associated with our big hospital, another, our EMG kind of center we go to, which is 3737 Market, and then Waitman Hall for sports medicine, which is associated with the Penn Athletics. And then just kind of an overview of our rotations. Um, so as a PGY1, if you're with us as a categorical, we're a month of general surgery, a month of neurosurgery, a month of family medicine, three months plus an ICU month, so four months of internal medicine, one month of neurology, a month of peds, um, two months of elective, and then a month with us at PMNR. Our PGY2, um, so we do have peds rehab um, over at CHOP, which is now transitioning to a month of outpatient and a month of consults, actually and kind of phasing out the inpatient over there. Um, we also have our medically complex um, or and our MSK general kind of musculoskeletal inpatient service for two months. We do stroke amputee care for two months inpatient, our spinal cord injury service, which is inpatient for two months. We do two months inpatient over at the VA, which is a lot of kind of general ortho patients um, and more straightforward stroke patients. And then we do two months of consults and outpatient at Pennsylvania Hospital. So the bulk of our inpatients coming as a PGY2. Our PGY3, we do two months of inpatient traumatic brain injury, two months um, up in Allentown, which is kind of general rehab and spinal cord injury, um, two months of consults at our big hospital, the Hospital of the University of Pennsylvania, two months at our trauma hospital at Penn Presbyterian, which is also some outpatient. Um, we have our VA medical center for two months of outpatient clinics. We get a month of an elective and then our outpatient clinic is integrated um, now into another inpatient month as well. And then as a PGY4, um, it's mostly outpatient. We're doing basically five one-month blocks um, of throughout the kind of various disciplines within rehab, a month of inpatient um, EMG for two months. We do outpatient at Allentown and then two months of elective as well. And then electives with us is really the world's your oyster. We have a ton here available at Penn um, within PM&R and outside of our department. So electives are very wide range here, which is really nice to expand to whatever you'd wanna learn. <clears throat> and then our call. Um, so our PGY two through four, so it is in-house call at our rehab facility, our rehab hospital, the 58 bed one with a post-call day. So it'd be an overnight call with a post-call day. Um, it is definitely front-loaded with the PGY2s taking most of the calls and weekend calls, and they do cover the holidays, but then it gets way less as you become more senior, um, like less weekends as a PGY3, no weekends as a PGY4, and no holidays after a PGY2. Um, and then the PGY2s and 3s will split home call at the VA, um, but very rarely having to go in, so pretty, pretty straightforward. All right, and then we'll just move on to resident education. So didactics, we have it weekly. It's a protected blocked off time from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. every Wednesday. 
And so at that time, we do have a great NP who is covering all of our inpatient residence pagers at that time. Um, so what we do is we kind of have this three-tiered approach. Um, we'll look at the research and clinical portion of our training, um, and then a lot of lectures that are done by attendings on high-yield topics, depending on what block we are focused on for that month. And then the same goes for the senior residents. We have a lot of senior residents doing teachings during lectures or during didactics as well. Lunch is provided, so that's awesome. And then this is just an example of what a monthly didactic schedule would look like. Um, you know, pretty straightforward, four lectures per week. And then we have our uh, grand rounds that are sprinkled in into that journal club, different journal clubs. And then, like I said, the lectures by the attendings and the residents and sometimes fellows. And so some of our evening educational events include um, bi-monthly ultrasound courses. And actually we've switched it to where we have two sessions of evening ultrasound um, sessions to kind of for the entire ultrasound course. And we are repeating that twice in the year. Um, so everyone gets, you know, a lot of repetition through the year on how to use the ultrasound. Um, there's also a virtual reality anatomy, um, which one of our attendings really loves. Um, and then we have our cadaver dissection anatomy that goes for eight weeks every year. We're actually currently going through that right now. So that's just for the summer months. And then EMG nights is um, completely optional, but a lot of residents choose to come in during the evening hours and practice on each other. And it's a really good way to get uh, more comfortable with EMGs. And then we also have um, citywide PMNR events. So this includes all the three major PMNR residency programs within Philly. So Penn, Jeff, and Moss. Um, these are very high yield um, courses that we have. They're very great. So we have one in December, which is focused on gait, gait and orthotics. We have one in January that's focused on the EMGs, one on um, ultrasound, which is typically sometime in like February, and then also one on prosthetics later in the spring. So this is where basically all the residents from all three programs from the PGY-3 and PGY-4 classes come together. Of course, last year it was all virtual, but we have some of the best attendings among all these programs presenting to us. And then educational funds, that includes a yearly stipend that all of us get about $250 per year, um, plus or minus a bit, and board review courses that are paid for for the PGY-4 class, which is huge. Those are typically pricey and very, very great. So that's nice that we um, have that offered to us. And um, we definitely have funding to present research at the national levels, um, international levels, if that's an option. And then also we have annual enrollment for AAP and AAP &R that's included. There's also a healthcare leadership and quality track that's um, offered to our residents. And pretty much every year we do have one resident from each class that uh, um, opts into doing the QI track. It's typically, I believe, two years long. Um, so that's a nice way to add on research, um, the continuity for research in addition to the clinical education that we're getting. There's also 
opportunities for GME resident house staff, if that's something that you're interested in getting involved with kind of on the um, larger GME side, and then also patient safety collaborative um, opportunities. And so research is, there's an entire research curriculum that's actually built into our didactic sessions. And so there's a research committee that pretty much walks you through step-by-step from the day you walk in, whether you're an intern or you're an advanced resident coming in as a PGY2, and pretty much tells you a timeline of you know, what you should be aiming to do in order to complete a research project by the time you graduate. And so that's really nice. It's very good support that we have. And then, like I said, there's funds that are available for um, presenting or completing the projects as well. And then if you're interested in sports, obviously during COVID, this has kind of been um, you know, a little different, but we typically have a lot of different um, sports coverage that's available to people if that's something they're interested in, marathons, runs, um, relays, really anything. Our sports attendings are great and they're always happy and welcome to have any residents and fellows involved. Um, so living in Philly, obviously amazing food, there's so much to do pre-COVID and even now things are getting a little back to normal. Um, just so many things, just historical things, if that's something you're interested in. Um, you know, a very affordable East Coast city, but also very accessible to really any of the other major cities, if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so definitely a very nice, walkable, affordable, accessible East Coast city. That's great. And about five minutes left. Okay. Um, sports. So obviously you guys probably know there's like amazing sports and anything that you're probably interested in Philly, you'll find it. Um, social events. We just threw in some pictures in here. We love to have fun, hang out pre COVID, but also we managed to have some fun even during COVID. Um, and there is a Penn PM&R softball team that we have that, we, uh, yeah, pre-COVID. Um, and we kind of like to stay involved with the other um, programs as well through this. And just um, last thing I wanted to add in is where do some of our residents go? So you can kind of see that there's a pretty big variety in what, where people have gone in just in the last few years. Um, I didn't include this last year's 2021, but we had uh, two residents go into spinal cord injury fellowships, one go into ACGME uh, traumatic brain injury fellowship, one go into cancer rehab, one sports and spine, and one general rehab. And so it's pretty much across the board that you can see that it's a very diverse um, you know, variety of what people are interested in and going into. And the nice thing is that we are very fortunate here to have pretty much any fellowship that you would be interested in uh, going into within PM&R. So that's a huge plus for us. And I believe that's all we had, right? Oh, this is it. Yeah, and it looks like all. there's a couple of questions in the chat as well for okay. you. 
Yeah, I was just looking at that. So for the global health rehab elective abroad, to my knowledge, we have not had anyone partake in that or even that we have it as like set up at this point. We do have someone in kind of our research realm that is over in Botswana. Um, and so I know there's kind of been talks of maybe trying to set up some sort of kind of program to get over there. Um, but at this point, I, to my knowledge, and if that changes, um, we could definitely like, let people know, but we don't have that at this point. And then let's see, can we discuss how responsive the program is to resident feedback? Have there been any changes you have noticed since you've been there? Yeah, I think our program is actually very responsive to resident feedback. Um, we actually have, we host yearly um, education retreats with all the residents and the faculty to, and then usually it's geared toward, it can be geared towards anything, like whatever we feel like is a theme that needs to be addressed. And this year it was actually um, kind of just on resident feedback. How can we make good changes within our program to, to really cater towards like resident wellness, resident well-being, um, resident education. Um, and we're seeing some of those changes be like put forth in the program now. And I think it's been really helpful and beneficial. Yeah. yeah and just to add to that, we also have, um, monthly resident meetings with our program director directly. And so, you know, confidentially, there's obviously so many ways to go about it. If there is something that, you know, someone wants to be, um, more anonymous about in terms of giving feedback, but then, also, we have a platform every month to talk directly within our entire program or your certain class or your PD, whoever it may be, to offer that feedback. So it's definitely a very regular, consistent thing. And yeah. about one minute left. Do you want to talk about research real quick? Sure. Um, research, there is literally anything that you could do. Um, there. I'm trying yeah. to think of residents, yeah. what they do. So we have two people in our class who are interested in PEDS. So they're doing a ton of PEDS rehab um, research over at CHOP. We have people that are interested in doing um, gait analysis, things related to amputees. Uh, what else? Yeah, really, honestly, really the world's your oyster. If yeah. you want to do it, you can do it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. There are a, lot, a few more questions, but I'm not sure if we have time. Yeah, so if you would like to uh, maybe put your email in the chat and that way um, interested persons could reach out to you directly, would that work? Yeah, definitely. I'll put them in. And we'll then we'll, right um, thank you so much for that excellent presentation. Of course. Thanks for, Thanks having, for having us. us.